want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Uh, my name is Adam Torres, and you can follow me on Instagram at, at AskAdamTorres. And as always, if you'd like to apply to be part of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author. Uh, really excited to have Daryl Evans on the line today. He is the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Yokel Local Internet Marketing, Inc. Uh, Daryl, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Adam. Thanks, thanks for having me on the show. So I'm pumped because um, online marketing, growth strategies, I mean, all the business owners, the entrepreneurs, everybody, you know, that listens to this uh, show are, are always asking questions and interested in this topic. And I see that, you know, you've been doing this for over eight years, which in the Internet marketing world, that's a lifetime, I would argue. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that being said, before we get into all of that, I want to hear a little bit more about you as an entrepreneur. How did you get started? Sure. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, the first uh, sort of crack, um, the first crack at entrepreneurship for me started when I was 19, when I was in college, uh, maybe even a little bit before that in the sense that uh, when I was in high school, I, I didn't have, you know, between 14 and 15 before you turn 16 and get a real job, you, you know, maybe you want to put some money in your pocket. Uh, some friends of mine went to a wholesale um, store. Today, you think of a Costco. Back then, it was called Smart and Final. We used to buy candy and and kind of undercut the, uh, the the student student union snack shack on our high school campus until we got in trouble. Uh, so we used to sell <laughs> things like we used to sell things like now and later's and and stuff like that. But no, in truth, the the real entrepreneurial venture started when I was paying my way through college, and um, uh, I had previously been an athlete. Uh, didn't go to play uh, college ball and got involved with what was then, um, you know, today we call it e-commerce. Back then I called it Trump commerce because I would buy T-shirts, hats, and sportswear because, you know, a big sports fan, and I would sell them out of the trunk of my car out at a swap meet, uh, an open-air swap meet. And so I would buy product from L.A. or New York. Uh, you know, back then I had to write a real check, you know, wait like three, four weeks for the product to show up. It's wow. kind of crazy how things have changed. But that used to fund, you know, it's about $800 a month in profit every month, and that helped support my college uh, expenses. Uh, I also ended up having a child uh, early while I was in college, uh, so that helped me with family expenses as well. So I was bit at that point. I did have a full-time job through the age of 26, uh, through college as well as right after college, but uh, I was bit by the business uh, P&L mindset and just being able to buy something and, and turn around and sell it for profit and then bring value to a marketplace. So That's great. And so how did you get into, um, I, I guess, how did you get into marketing? Like when did the online bug specifically hit you? Because you went, you definitely went old school with the swap meet. And I, and so how did the, <laughs> how did the, no, I'm just saying, I, I love it by yeah. the way, because that's real grinding. That's real. So you learn how to talk yeah. to people. I mean, the, the skills you learn there, I, I would argue, I'm guessing you're, you, you use every single day. I know you do. <laughs> um, yeah, working you know, with so, people. Yeah. So now 29 years, you know, I'm going to be 49 this year. So I'm really blessed that I've been, in business since I was kind of like, you know, 18. So that's, you know, roughly 31 years. And so to your point about online, I got started online in around 2002. Um, but let me give a little background before that. I got bit by marketing uh, in the years between 1992, 93, 94, 5, and 6. And 
so I had the, the business where I was selling sportswear, hats, T-shirts, stuff like that. But I also had a real estate license. So I've been sort of this, uh, in, in the quote, in the, in the word today, and they call it a hustler. Uh, so I had all these things I was trying to do to um, prove this entrepreneurial bug in my body. And so I got a real estate license as well when I was in college. So I was in the traditional world of sales as it relates to real estate, and I just hated cold calling. Like, I just hated it. I knew all the scripts and I could do it, but I was like, there's got to be a different way. So I ended up um, mentoring under the number two agent at that time in the state of Nevada, and he taught me a system called direct response marketing. And that had to do back then with direct mail that led to an 800 phone number that had an automated recording where someone could leave their name and information to get a free report. Fast forward to 2002, I'm now in the mortgage industry. And I just, again, went back to the day of thinking, I hate cold calling. What is a better way to target my market, get a message in front of them that's very, very specific? Because in marketing, it's all about market to message match. And then you have to work out the other components, which is timing, budget, you know, do they really need it, et cetera. And so 2002 is when I first bought my first email uh, marketing system. Today, it's still around. It's called Get Response. Obviously, today, we've graduated to bigger platforms in marketing automation, but um, that's what got me started. And I, the idea of having a, a what I would call a sales assistant back then was super fascinating to me. I um, orchestrated a 53-part email sequence back then because if you think about real estate or, or mortgage lending, neither of those two service offerings are emergency so you have to think about the buyer's journey. So that was sort of my first uh, understanding of how to understand the buyer's journey and pacing them out in a digital format. And so that led to my uh, growing my mortgage business at the time. At that time, I wasn't the owner of the mortgage company. I later became an owner of a mortgage company, co-owner, I should say. And we started our first internet marketing division in 2005. So I've been around the internet for a bit. Uh, back then, we did... Um, Tons of tons of uh, lead gen online, SEO. I was early YouTube in 2007. Uh, we built out a mortgage channel answering frequently asked questions. Uh, I was on LinkedIn 2006. So that's kind of where the online marketing bug uh, started. Wow. Yeah, a 52-sequence um, email, uh, that, that, that's impressive. I don't know too many people <laughs> that go that deep, even though they, they should and could. Um, let's, let's transition a little. I'm, I want to know, I think yeah. it's a good segue, though. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing currently with uh, Yoko Local yeah. Internet Marketing. So who are your clients? How do you help them? Yeah, so we pivoted in, you know, around 2008, 2009. Everybody's familiar with the market crash. Uh, our our uh, brokerage firm was too small to survive. Basically, they were just uh, the, some of the behind-the-curtain stuff that happened in the industry. Uh, though we didn't have any foreclosures or, or you know, late-payment loans on our books, we were just they just took all of our credit lines. Which uh, when the big companies were going under, so it gave me a couple of years to pivot and think about what I wanted to do with my life going forward. I was meeting at the time with a lot of small business owners. Uh, in our local market, and they were looking to get refinanced at the time. They were trying to get refinanced, you know, taking more money out of their property to fund their businesses because things were going bad. Along that time, I met my business owner, and at the same time, I was thinking, why are these business owners still spending money on, you know, the phone book, two and three, four thousand dollars a month, and billboards, three, four, five thousand dollars a month, and yet they're coming to me for these mortgages to get money out of their house to pay these big advertising expenses, and I'm sitting here on YouTube getting customers from YouTube, from SEO, and all these other channels. Uh, Twitter was, I was just getting started with Twitter. And 
that's kind of what made us pivot. So at Yoko Local, we started in 2011 initially with the idea that we were going to help local small businesses, Main Street America, um, grow their businesses online, make the transition from offline marketing, traditionally networking, uh, billboard, radio, TV, advertising, that kind of thing, newspaper, stuff that I was actually really good at. But the transition was happening and is still happening. And so we're dedicated uh, to helping companies today, not just local businesses. Now we actually help companies worldwide uh, that have, you know, nationwide and or international audiences. But our main goal is to help them. Uh, first of all, most of the companies that we work with are already active online, but they don't have typically the team and the skill sets inside their organizations to scale out the the giant array of, of things that need to be done in digital. You could have someone who's great in content, but they don't know analytics. They could have You could have someone who's really good at writing copywriting and Facebook ads and Google ads, but then they don't understand the, the back end of the funnel, perhaps. They can drive traffic. So our business is set up to come in and be sort of like the digital marketing uh, department for small to mid-sized firms. And we come in either both on a strategic and or execution level, sometimes both. And what that allows us to do is help them strategically figure out how they're going to drive traffic leads and sales for their business. Most of our companies are, again, either small companies, Main Street America, but all the way up to We've had some opportunities to work with like Geico and uh, Samsung and some other big companies, but we really love the small to mid-market companies. What would you say one of the big mistakes are that you just see? Because I, I know different niches see different things, but um, when they're targeting their clients, but what is one thing that you just see over and over? If you have 50 meetings this month, this one's <laughs> going to be a reoccurring. This is going to be a reoccurring thing you're going to see yep. over and over. What's that thing? I know there's one. There's probably more than yeah. one, but what, just give me one for now. <laughs> if I had if, if I had to just nail one, it's that most businesses are just focused on one tactical channel or one tactical aspect of marketing. Most of the inquiries that come into our agency, we get about 100 and something inquiries a month, and most of them are just saying, hey, I need help with Facebook ads, or I need help with SEO, or I need to rank on the first page of Google for this or that. Um they're, they're not thinking holistically. And so we have a, a saying in our agency, and it's something that I, I, you know, have believed for a long, long time, and that is tactics before strategy is the noise before defeat. And that comes from the book, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. And what we find is the big mistake um, is that people are always chasing the next tactics, the next, you know, whether it's messenger bots or whether it's LinkedIn auto bots or whether it's Facebook ads or you know, Instagram or Snapchat. I mean, all of the channels are fantastic, but at the end of the day, it's just a channel or a medium by which we can interact and or find our ideal customers. So the big mistake that we find is that they don't think strategically and from a holistic standpoint, which means uh, we like to discuss five different areas of sort of the, uh, uh, the buyer's journey, if you will. Some people out there don't even know they have a problem that you can solve, even though your product is perfect. In fact, I got a phone call earlier from a company uh, which is not uncommon, um, and they're just trying to get me to talk about what they do and how they can help us. And I'm thinking, I tell the guy, I said, listen, your product may be fantastic. Unfortunately, I don't have a problem today. So there's no real reason for us to get into a dialogue. It's not, I'm not trying to be rude. So the unaware stage of, of a potential customer is one stage. Then the customer or the potential uh, customer becomes aware that they've got a problem. Then they go to the next step, which is they go looking for a solution. Once they find uh, potential solutions, they now start narrowing down their choices. We call that solution aware. And now they're looking between two or three competitors. And then the fourth stage is they make a 
uh, buying decision or fifth stage, I should say they make a buying decision. I'm not sure if I covered all five. Um, that's really the area that we find that people aren't thinking about the entire buyer's journey because at the end of the day, we're not trying to just drive traffic to a website or a landing page. We're not just trying to capture leads. When we work with clients, we know that they don't have the resources typically to manage the top of the funnel all the way through the bottom of the funnel. And then one of the big opportunities is increasing the lifetime value of customers. We have a customer right now that has 30,000 past clients. They weren't emailing their past clients to stay in touch. And so just by doing simple things post-sale, uh, we set up a re-engagement campaign and like was in the first month, they generated $10,000 in revenue. And so that's the kind of mistake that we see happening all the time. They just think channel-oriented or they think really tactically. And so that's where we come in and try to help them unravel that tactical thinking and get them strategically first and then move into the tactics. Oh, I love it, Daryl. This is great. I I'm going to listen to this one again. I love it. Um, <laughs> that, that being said, um, where can people reach you if they want to learn more, if they want of that Daryl Evans magic? How do they get in touch? So, you know, one of the things we've done as an agency is we know a lot of the companies out there are not suited to hire a firm like ours, especially a lot of the small mid-markets. So we pivoted into a place a few years ago, about three, four years ago, where we started teaching our exact formula. So we have a six-step game plan or six-step playbook, if you will, and everything I just talked about either sits inside that playbook somewhere. So if your listeners are interested in the six-step playbook, they can go to yokellocal.com, that's Y-O-K-E-L-L-O-C-A-L.com forward slash playbook. And when they get to that page, it'll be a traditional opt-in page. There's a one-page guide or one-page sort of summary document that they can download. But what we've done is we put a six-part email sequence behind it, which is just an e-course that brings them deeper into the dialogue. It's a, a holistic strategy. Uh, we're not talking real tactical about Facebook ads and Facebook engagement conversion ads and pixels and all that other stuff. We do that at our two-and-a-half-day um, live digital marketing growth boot camp, which we hold with uh, marketing managers, with entrepreneurs, business owners who are trying to understand a holistic structure for marketing that will serve them well. And so that's what we do in the marketplace. We, we educate, we train, and then, of course, if, if we're the right fit for a company, they can partner with us and hire us to, to kind of come in and be their, their resource for them. So, Yokolocal.com forward slash playbook would be a great place for anyone that wants to go deeper. Awesome. Fantastic, Daryl. Well, hey, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for sharing all of those tips with Thanks. all these business owners and people out here that need that help with that marketing. So definitely check out what Daryl's <laughs> doing because um, he, he, you heard his background. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing this for a long time and um, he's getting results for his clients. So thank you again, Daryl. Um, and thank you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in as always. And uh, don't forget to check out the website, uh, moneymatterstoptips.com. And if you'd like to apply to become one of my co authors in an upcoming book, just hit on Become an Author and apply. Um, have a wonderful day. Thanks again, Bill.